Okay. You know. You ready to get going, man? Yeah, man. Let's do it, man. Episode 189. Let's get it popping. <laughs> Are you Chris Brown? <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time no. you started this by saying, let's get it popping. <laughs> like, we're never going to get the podcast popping. Like, <sighs> hey, guys. Crazy, bro. Don't ever come for me like that. I'm sorry. Yeah, especially during the intro. Nah, like, what was that? What's wrong with me? That's my bad? Yeah. <laughs> I asked you if it was my bad. <laughs> That's crazy. 189. Yep, yep. We're back. Had to leave you for a little bit. Yeah, man. We're back, though. <clears throat> you ready to get straight to it? Or, I'm sorry, you had something? No, I was saying we're here. We're here. Yeah. Let's get straight to it. Let's Episode 189, Rising Ground Podcast. Let's go. leave you without some take we back it's episode 189 rest in peace that boy take off let's get to it hey, i know this might sound weird to say but would you love me if i ran away i know you probably think i'm insane ain't nothing chain but the pocket chain pocket chain i know they gotta feel my pain i made them birds lauren hill sing and everywhere i go they know my name cause i be rapping gang gang Posted with the gang gang Mogul Pull up with the gang gang Best rapper in the group Shoot up with the gang gang I be rapping gang gang I shoot with the gang gang Bang with the gang gang One day off of four years To the date of his solo debut Always rip the gang gang Always rip the gang 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 Always rip the gang Shout out the Migos, all of them. Shout out QC, shout out Coach K, shout out Pete. Shout out that family. Alright man, I think we can, think we can get into it, you ready? Alright man, it's episode 189 of the Rise and Grind podcast, your boy Roderick in the building. Yes sir, Jakari, we here in the building. <clears throat> easy, or not easy, but a somber, somber, uneasy intro. Had to play a great by, uh, by Migos, take off, specific. How you feeling? Feeling great, man, feeling great. You know, we end up having... A week off on accident. Yeah, on <laughs> it was truly on accident. On accident, man. We came in like we normally do. We did. We came in ready to record the Thursday pod. Mm-hmm. We actually sat here for a few hours. Yeah, enough time to do the pod. Yeah, absolutely, man. But you know, we just we just didn't feel it. It was uh, you know, after after takeoff, you know, passed away. Like we said, it just you know things really just didn't move for. A few days so nothing yeah the the hip-hop culture stood still following takeoffs passing so there wasn't a whole lot to even talk about um at, of course it, it could be a thing out of respect towards towards takeoff that we just didn't do anything period but um the game was left dry after after his passing there was nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wouldn't come in here and, and force something out uh, or just come in here and just talk about takeoff and just get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided to to not do the Thursday pod. Yeah, yeah. 
mutual decision. You know, it was hard. It was hard. I ain't gonna. Lie. Oh my gosh, it was it was, <laughs> it was hard. killing me to not it do was it. Hard, bro. We was sitting here like really just sitting here just looking at each other like, bro, what the hell are we gonna do? It was yeah. a it was a love hate thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure, for sure. Because who who wouldn't like a day off of work, right? Of course, man. And so just to get back into my week, you know, like not having, you know, to do what we normally have to do if we had an episode. Oh, you were enjoying it? Man, I got to kick back and just relax, Yeah. Just got to relax, man. So um, Thursday night, you know, we ended up going to our our high school football game. Yes, we did. Bell versus Trinity. You know, once again, we, we lost once again. Lost once again. We fumbled that. Like, yeah, this was the year, man. This was the year. This was really the year. For sure. There was a point in the game where we we had them. We were up one touchdown. We had gotten the second touchdown, but they called it back on a a holding call. Mm. And from that point on, we let it slip through our fingers. But look, if you remember, like, we was up and then we had. we had a field goal that was missed, so we could have went up by like ten. We missed two field goals. We missed one before you even actually yeah, got yeah. there early in the game. But at this time, we was up by seven. Mm-hmm. Missed the field goal, could have went up by ten. You know what I'm saying? So then, like they end up getting the ball back, score, go to overtime. You know what I'm saying? They end up losing in overtime. But had we gotten those two field goals, <laughs> would have won. We would have been up six mm-hmm. anyway. So ending the regulation, we would have won. Yeah. But um, that's that's here. Here, there, said, done. Yeah, yeah, that's just how, how it uh, unfolded, man. But the boys played hard. Like we said, this was uh, this was the year that I ain't never seen Bell like, compete that hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, in all the years that I've seen. So, shout out to them them young boys that really put on the show. This is my second time watching them play. I went to the homecoming game and uh, and saw them. But yeah. they were actually really solid this year. Yeah, they got talent for sure, bro. After the fourth game, they, they kind of took a dip. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, they was undefeated for a minute, and then they started losing. This this game with Trinity, not only was it a big rival loss, but it was it was the playoff loss for them. They mm-hmm. uh, they would have gotten into the playoffs had had right, they right, won right. that game. Yeah, so they season over with. Unfortunately, man. that's how the cookie crumbles. You yeah. saw them boys; they was out there uh, Odessa Permian style on uh, <laughs> on Friday Night Lights. You know, uh-huh. uh, eyes very heavy. Yeah. It's the love of the game, though, man. You love to see it, like we said. Who they, put all those onions on the field? Right, of course. You play hard, bro. Shout out to them. Like, No, nah, shout out them boys. Real mm-hmm. talk. Hopefully uh, they still have some boys coming back. I don't know who graduating this year, so hopefully they still can keep some talent and, you know, build on it because they really, they really got something there. That's been a tough loss <laughs> every single year. I'm not laughing at any of those boys from our – I mean, from, from this squad. Yeah. But when we, were, when we were that age, I can remember – because we weren't playing football uh, 10th, 11th, 12th grade. We weren't doing that anymore. Um, I can remember going to the games after we lost and seeing the football guys on the bus. Oh, all them niggas was crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about some of my very best friends. Oh, all them niggas was All y'all niggas was crying. Of course. Man, of course. Um, I definitely didn't cry after a few games for sure. Did you ever cry after a Bell Trinity basketball loss? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. No, no, no. All right. Yeah, it's it's different though with football. I guess I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe they just they just feel it different. But um, let's let's tell more about like the the meaning or the significance of the rivalry. So, okay. Like, yeah. So you know our school district that we grew up in, it's only two high schools. You know, there's plenty of elementary and junior highs, but there's only two high schools. So. Don't get me wrong; they're both very big high schools. Mm-hmm. For Six, sure. five, five to seven hundred kids yeah, yeah. in a graduating class each. For sure, for sure. But anyways, 
the football game, us versus them, Bell versus Trinity, the last 25 years, we have lost that game. <laughs> this made 25, right? So it was 24. This made and then the 25th this, year, yes. This made 25. So 25 years in a row, we have lost the game, the football game, to Trinity High School. Let me break it down a little bit more um, because maybe it's just me, but the rivalry cuts into certain different things that you didn't say. Yes, okay. two district, I mean, one district, mm-hmm. two high schools. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> There's one high school that would be considered the more prim and proper high school, one would say. The other one would be considered a little rough around the edges, one would say. Um, there would be one that, that would that would be considered, oh, you're going to make me do it. I'm not going to do it. <clears throat> I'm not going to do it. I'm going to hold it here. Um, one school's mascot is red. The other school's mascot is blue. Mm-hmm. It's just built to be the the world's greatest rivalry. Of course. Um, and we're smarter than them niggas. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You got to cut that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but it's built to be the world's greatest rivalry, yeah. or at least our area in the city's greatest rivalry. Bell versus Trinity has been a huge thing since the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used to actually hold the Bell versus Trinity game at Texas Stadium, the old Texas Stadium. Damn, I didn't even know that. I only know that because Mom Dukes is Trinity alum. Yeah, that's crazy. To the point where my family is split over it. My mother went to Trinity, my oldest sister went to Trinity, but my second oldest, I mean, my second older sister and me, we both went to Bell. Mm -hmm. When they play, we won't even sit on the same sides (laughs) together. We will sit on separate sides just to watch the football game. Yeah, it run that deep. Are we serious? For sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, man, so that was, like I said, that was Thursday night. Um, Friday, just got to, you know, after work, just got to kick back and relax. The weekend, bro, like I really just slept. I ain't gonna lie, man. I just relaxed, bro. Me too. I slept, watched a few movies and shit. Like I just was chilling. Okay. Um, I was doing about the same thing. <clears throat> like Kari said, the Thursday pod didn't come out, so... Um, day-to-day operations for Thursday, um, making sure things happen for the pod. Yeah. We really didn't have to worry about that for episode 189. Of course, we're going to have to worry about it now because this is now 189. Um, it was a chill, a chill day Thursday, a chill day Friday. I've been relaxing. I've been treating, I've been treating this one day of podding off like it lasted four fucking days. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I just got four days off. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. It felt like that though, for sure. It because the pod is every day. I hate it's to. Day. I hate to say this <clears throat> because I love this pod like to death. Like the, there's nothing I would rather do than this pod. Oh, I can't wait for the Thanksgiving break already. Oh my, fu- <laughs> oh my fucking goodness! Like, yeah, man. wow. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's good to be back though. But apologies for that for sure. It's amazing to be back. We do apologize for, for sure. leaving. Um, for sure. That was not. A part of the schedule program. Nah, man. But we here. 
We yeah. better than ever. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody that reached out to that show. Love people checked in. Like, hey, y'all good? You know, what's going on? Everything straight? Like, where's the fucking pod at? Where is the fucking pod? <laughs> yeah, I got cussed out. <laughs> nah, for sure. For sure. It's okay. Um, It, it shows your dedication yeah, toward man. us. I told you I posted on my story. Nigga, somebody, nigga, where the fuck the pod at? <laughs> nigga had me hemmed up. I said, damn. Chill out, man. We can take a week off. My fault. My fault. Or, or one pod off. Right, right. But yeah, next time for sure, it'll be a notice. Absolutely. Um, just a couple announcements before we get into things. A rise and grind Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Our Thanksgiving basket charity drive uh, to help DFW families in need yes, is sir. going on right now. We've got the link posted down at the bottom of the uh, the bio, mm-hmm. the, uh, the episode bio, mm-hmm. should I say, to donate. Um, yes, sir. Yeah. Do you have anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We posted the flyer. This past Thursday, a lot of people show love. A lot of people posted the flyer. I appreciate that. A lot of love. We appreciate yes. all of the love. Yes, I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, man, like we said, if you um, can donate, you know, if it's just a dollar, whatever it is, uh, we appreciate that, man, just so we can take care of those in need, you know, for the holiday season. So one dollar helps. One dollar, man. We can definitely uh, just use it. So um, if you want to donate, donate, like we said, we're going to leave the information for you in the episode bio. And then um, we'll definitely have it up on, on the socials again because um we only accepting donations till this Thursday, November 10th. November 10th is the last day that we'll be accepting the donations. Yes, yes. So please, if you can donate, donate by November 10th. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. When it comes to the holidays, I love being in the spirit, whether it's the pumpkins, whether it's the the pumpkin spice, the the leaves, the this, the colors, mm-hmm. um, being festive and giving back. Um, mm-hmm. It just makes me feel like I'm a part of the the season yeah. so um if you're a part of that too just just uh consider us like i said the uh the link is down there um be a part of the season of giving back and we're taking care of uh a lot of people for a great cause so yeah. make sure you tap into that <clears throat> anything else you want to get into before all good it's daylight savings <laughs> now we were talking about uh sleeping in mm-hmm. we got an extra hour of sleep yeah. we fell back I never really understood what this was for. I get it. You fall back, you spring forward, but mm-hmm. why? Right, right, right. So, like, for us now, it don't make sense. Okay. You know, but where it was originated from was mm-hmm. for farmers. So, what it was supposed to do, it was uh, supposed to give farmers more time to work in the fields in the spring and summer. Ah, uh, that that makes sense. You know what I mean? So, um, but that was... Who knows? Years ago, I don't know when this this first was established. Like now, it don't make sense. No, no, wait. It doesn't make sense. Now, even then, if the time <laughs> never changes, there's. I don't know. I really don't know how they played it, but that's that's the root of it. Because it only gets darker or gets lighter in certain times because we change because it. We change it, right? If we just never changed it, it would be the same at all times, right? Right. I'm, man, so, I'm, so why the fuck did farmers need to change anything if it was the same at all times? I don't know. Maybe we're maybe we missing something. Maybe we're missing something. Yeah, because that makes sense to me, but maybe we're missing something there. Oh, yeah. Um, if somebody knows more about that, please enlighten me because I, I want to know what the fuck Daylight Savings was actually for. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, and it has to do with something with farming, but the depths of it like what what why i can't think of it mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and apparently we're not supposed to be doing this anymore or 
they're trying to have us not do it anymore. We supposed like we were supposed to have permanent daylight savings or whatever they were saying. Yeah, so it's it's been the topic, you know, um, to bill on the table. Yeah, it's but there's been a lot of polls, a lot of research that's been done. Like there, a lot of people are in favor of making it permanent. You know, where we don't have to set our clocks back because me, bro, I swear, like I love this time of the year, but I don't like how it's gonna get dark at like five o'clock now. It honestly doesn't make any sense to me. That shit don't make sense now. Like, can we please stop that shit? I hate when it get dark at five o'clock. Someone needs to make it make sense why it made sense before. Right, right. Because for me, right now, born in 97, age 25, this makes absolutely no sense. It's never made a lick of sense as long as I've lived on planet Earth. The <laughs> only reason why I've enjoyed it was because every point in October, November, whatever time it was, um, is it always in November? Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe so, yeah. Um, I would get an extra hour of sleep and I wouldn't have to go to fucking school when I needed to or whatever. Yeah. Or church or whatever the fuck whatever it was because it, it happened on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Not like I was avoiding church. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> think that, guys. Uh, Bro, imagine all kids the, do it. Uh, the people that was at work <laughs> at night when the clock went to 159. <laughs> you thinking it's going I think we might have said this during the, the daylight savings on like... Um, Last year? During spring. Yeah, because you okay. spring forward. Like... Okay. Or the fall back, yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah. Imagine sitting at work, and it's what one fifty nine. Fifty nine, yep. And then all of a sudden, it's just one again. (laughs) Just go right back to one. Now y'all can eat my dick. I'm out. (laughs) I'm leaving. Apparently, this bitch closes after seven hours today. (laughs) I'm not staying here. You out of your fucking mind? You're staying. I'm. I'm purposely asking for daylight savings day off. (laughs) You think you fuckers got me? Yeah, man. That's crazy. That's crazy though. And imagine because it's daylight savings, you don't get OT. I was just going to say, they, they got to give you a bump for that day. What, cocaine? <laughs> yeah, about to say, whatever, yeah, it yeah. whatever it a takes. Whatever it takes. A bump. No, no, no. Yeah, you got you to gotta bump my, my rate up. Because yeah. I'm thinking about it. If the time just changes, I don't get OT. Right. That's not working nine hours. Mm-hmm. That's why I say they got to count it and bump it time and a half. Something, you know. Or eat my dick off. <laughs> I'll be at home. <laughs> I'll take my my point or whatever it is for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No call, no show. <laughs> nah, nah, you can't no call, no show. Are you a no call, no show type of nigga? Nah, bro, I've never been. I ain't even gonna lie. You've never no call, no show? Nah. Are you for real? Nah, yeah. Oh, shit. Look at this nigga. He's an angel. This nigga's a saint. See. Let me see. Nah, I'm, I'm lying. I'm lying. <laughs> I have. One time. I've no What's call, no show, two jobs. Bro? Um, but have you no call no show? This is the thing. There's a difference between no call no show and no call no showing until you are unemployed. <laughs> okay, okay. I have no call no showed until I was unemployed. <laughs> and the thing about it is, they didn't even fire me. They were worried about me. Right, right, right. And then I just came back in. I was like, Nah, yeah, I, I quit. I need my check. That's crazy. There was another one that when we were in school together in college. I worked at the bookstore before you worked there. Mm -hmm. And I no call, no showed all the fucking time. It was to the The point. Absolutely. It was when I started working at the other job that I no call, no showed Mm -hmm. that uh, I stopped going to the bookstore because I was like, fuck this bookstore. What do I need them for? Not knowing I was going to wreck my car and not be able to go to the other job. Yeah, it's crazy. Because, yeah, you was running it up at the uh, the new spot. Yeah. Big manager 
vibes and that bitch and everything. I was walking past the bookstore like they on days I was supposed to be working, like me and my niggas was just walking past. I'm high, chicken wings. <laughs> Shitting on us. That's crazy. We're here slaving. You weren't even there yet, I don't think. I'm just talking, yeah. Um and yeah, they uh they fire my ass. Mm. That's probably the only job I've ever been fired from. The bookstore and commerce. But uh Yeah, man. So I, I remember um when I came back from school. It was like a little job I just picked up real quick. Like, I'm just trying to make some bread, you know? So, uh, the night at Hoppy's birthday party where, you know, everything went south for me. And I lost mm, my phone when I woke up. Mm, you know what I'm saying? I had a hangover moment. I remember that. Yep, Your phone yep. was stolen, but it's okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I ain't have my phone. So, like, when I finally got back to my phone, I showed up, like, whatever day that next week, like Monday, Tuesday. And, nah, nigga, I ain't had no job. <laughs> Wait, excuse me? Nah, yeah, they was like no tolerance. <laughs> they had a no no tolerance policy for that shit. Wait, wait, wait. yeah, bro, they ain't give a fuck. Wait, were you supposed to be at work during the time that? Uh, yeah, I think Hoppy's party, party was. I think Hoppy's party was like uh, during the week, bro. I think or I maybe, do remember you had Saturday. Did you have two jobs back then or something like that? Or you had a job no, that was no. at night. No, 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 uh, uh-uh. not at that time. Okay, maybe I'm maybe I'm mistaken something, but uh, they let you like you got fired. Yeah, they had no <laughs> no tolerance. They didn't check on me or nothing, nothing, nigga. I walked in, so like, bro, you would walk in. Look, let me tell the story. <laughs> you would walk in. You know, you had a little int- intro meeting. You know, everybody gathered in a circle, kumbaya. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, then, right, right. Then you split up in your groups, right? Okay. okay. So like, then everybody split up in their groups. Except me. <laughs> like, I didn't get assigned to a group. So I was just staying in the back, you know, chilling. I was like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you cooling. Like, I'm, like I'm, wonder I'm what's going talk. on. Yeah, I'm going to talk to y'all. You know, they already knew. So I was just like, I'm going to just talk to y'all when y'all finish. So we walked into the office. Did you know what it was about when you went to the oh, office? Oh, yeah, for sure. I just wanted to hear it. <laughs> oh, yeah. you knew. Was I there. already knew. They had. They told me when I, like, bro, they told me, like, a couple days before. I had only been there. It was like a week, bro. This was like... This was like less than two weeks I was there. I already knew if you didn't show up. Oh, my goodness. Nah, they wasn't playing, bro. So I'm, I'm sitting in the office. He like, so you were willing to lose this one. This was a bullshit job. For Ops party. Yeah, yeah. It was a bullshit job. I told you. Just something <laughs> yeah, I picked yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> just something I picked up to get some bread, bro. I got to always, you know. No, but go on. So you go into the office. Go into the office, man. He sent me down. You know, we talking. Yeah, I need to know, like, verbatim dialogue between you two. Nah, so we were just talking like he... I got to explain what happened. I told him, like, I, I lost my phone. Like, I told him everything. I was just like, <laughs> I, had, I had a party. Wait, wait. Bro, what? You were supposed to be at work the next morning? The next day. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me just add some context. <laughs> if y'all have no idea what happened to Kari before, some some listeners might. The night of this party, which Man. is so funny to me because I never knew this part. Yes. Kari got so drunk <laughs> that he fell asleep in a bathroom. Yep. Wait, I take that back. He fell asleep in a couple of places. First, <laughs> first, we thought Kari's night was over mm. because he got a little sick and went into a bedroom. I think you might have thrown up in there, but we Kari had laid down and gone to sleep. Okay. We were like, all right, he's out. He's done for the night. <laughs> Five minutes later... I turn around, lit as fuck to a song. 
this nigga Corey's wiping his face, jumping around behind me. I'm like, oh no, no, this nigga's a super gremlin. Like, this is before Super Gremlin was out. I knew this nigga was made of something different. <clears throat> so after that, Kari continues to consume alcohol. I don't know who was letting Kari continue to drink alcohol. Mm. But you were going nuts that night. Mm -hmm. So Kari did lose his phone. I'm going to go out on a limb and continue to... I'll die on this hill and say Kari's phone was stolen that night um, until certain information was given and then the phone just popped the fuck back up. Um, Kari locked himself in a bathroom and not, not a bath... I'm sorry, a restroom. Not a bathroom. There was no bath in there. It was just... It was just a, it was a like, toilet. Yeah, like one of them in the hallway. Yeah, toilet hallway, sink type of thing. Restroom type shit. He locks himself in there and falls the fuck asleep for hours. <laughs> until the party damn near was over. Until the party was over. It was past two o'clock. The ladies in the building had gone to get their Whataburger. <laughs> and we were like, man, where the fuck is Carter? Did this nigga leave? <laughs> we have to bang on the door. And we finally realize he's in here. He unlocks it. Like, only because we had to bang to wake him the fuck up. Mm. He finally goes to sleep. <clears throat> so, there's no shot in the world. Kari, in this state, gets up and goes to work in the morning. Now, go back to the office. Yeah, bro. And <laughs> I just want to let y'all know, I don't remember anything from that night. So, all of that. That's why That's why I didn't say nothing. Wow. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so in the office, I'm telling them. I'm, I tell the story. Basically, what you just said, I tell them what happened. Like, you know, I, it was a party. Um, I went to my friends. <laughs> bro, I got messed up. And, like, I'm just being honest. What else can I say? Bro? This nigga, you got bro, shit-faced? I went ghost for, like, three, four days. You know what I'm saying? Wait, wait, wait. You're not you're not telling this what do you all mean? the way. I lost my phone. What was I supposed to do? You only lost your phone for the night. No, I didn't. I lost my phone for almost a week. What? Yes, nigga. I ended up like boot, like rebooting the old phone. I didn't get my real phone back to like a couple of days, like almost a week later. I thought we found that phone that day of the party. Oh, no, nigga. Oh, that really stole the phone. <laughs> <clears throat> nah, bro. So like, you know, they ain't heard from me at all. I don't think I said nothing. I might, I may have tried to send an email or something. I don't know. But anyways, when I come back, I'm telling them everything, bro. And he just like, yeah, okay, boom, boom. Um, but yeah, we're gonna have to let you go. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, no sympathy. Yeah, but I was just like, damn. Anyways, did you expect him to have sympathy for your situation? No, nah, not really. But I was just like, shit. I'm gonna just tell it how it is. Was it a job that like you really wanted? No, nah, bro. I just I said it was just something I just picked up real quick. I just needed some bread. Just got back home. I can't be at the house all day. You know what I'm saying? It was just one. It's just wow. funny because you never told us about this. Shit. You just had to hide that L? Nah, I mean shit. It ain't just what I need to bring it up for. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got fucking fire. <laughs> like, it ain't nothing to talk about. Nah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, bro. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We can move on. I think we're out of the daylight savings conversation. Are you ready to talk about music? Let's do it. All right, Rising Ground Podcast. That's what the fuck we do here. Drake and 21 Savage. Her loss, the album. It dropped this Friday. It's here. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it, man. I talked last week about what I wanted from this album. I didn't want it to be a bunch of turn up, slaughter gang, murder gang shit. And it wasn't. When I opened this album, there were soft beats. There were melodies. 21 singing. Of course, there is some rah-rah here and there. But um, this is overall lyrical and emotional. 
this is everything I wanted and I expected from this. And I kind of thought that this is where we would get to with these two on the album because we heard it's an album and Drake's coming off a of certified lover boy and it's Drake's MO. So, I mean, I love it. Yeah, I have man. nothing bad to say about the album. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. Like um, I was talking to you earlier I said, like, of course we expected it to be good. It's Drake and 21 Savage. We know they're a good artist. We know that they can make good songs. They've done it. Um, But I I was saying, I think they did better than everyone expected them to do with this tape. I think her loss is way better than people expected it to be. Of course, you have drama within the lines. You have shots, like you said. Everything about the project is amazing. The production, you know, the the few features that are on there. um, Everything is just great. So I get it. You know what I'm saying? But on Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever the album started to roll out, when they made the fake Tiny Desk video mm-hmm. and then they made the fake Howard Stern video, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another fake one that they did um, just a couple of days ago, but I can't actually remember. I'll think of it in a second. <clears throat> I said something to you about this or me and Hop were talking about it inside of a group and you you said something to what we were talking about. What I said was, I know what's going on here by looking at these videos. And Hop said, oh, you think they need promotion? And you replied and you were like, y'all really think that 21 and Drake need promotion? I'm going to stand out and I'm going to stick my neck out, Corey, and I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to say absolutely. Because, of course... To do the 100, 150, whatever it is that that this album could do in the first week. No, they don't need any promotion. Drake and 21 can drop and do extremely well on their own. Do I think those lines in there about Ice Spice and about Megan Thee Stallion and about Serena Williams' husband were there for drama purposes to boost sales? Absolutely. Of course, Drake might just be getting some shit off his chest, but that is that is for sales too. That is for click that is that is a song's clickbait. And I think it was for promotion. Yes, I think that this album does he's projected to do 350 in the first week. I don't think it does 350 without that talk. No? What I was really trying to say is, like, y'all tried to make it seem like Tiny Desk was something that Drake and 21 Savage couldn't do. Like, that's how I felt. Y'all made it seem like that's something that they had to do. And I was just like, it ended up being just, like, fake anyways, but they didn't have to do a Tiny Desk. That's that's not what what I meant. No, that's not what I meant. But I'm not. I'm just explaining what I took from it. Because, like, you explained, you know, where y'all was coming. I'm saying, that's why I said that. I agreed that they should go on a promo run, you know, sometimes release a song, all that. They did Vogue magazine. That's what it was that they remade. That's the other ah, one. There's another um, one, too, yeah, yeah, I guess. But, of course, I feel like you should definitely ramp us up. You have a whole week before your album drops Friday. Of course, every day before that, give us something. Track list, promo, video, song, you know, of course. So I agree with that. Every artist should do that. I just felt like y'all were saying like they had to do a tiny desk. With no, when I saw that, of course I thought the tiny desk is real. And what I meant when I saw that was if Drake 
and 21 who don't have to do a tiny desk are doing a tiny desk, it's because they want to boost the, the promotion and they want to boost the sales. That's that's what I meant. I'm saying, oh, they've obviously gone to the, the, the table with the numbers on this and it didn't look the way they wanted it to look. So we're thinking of strategic ways to make more out of it. Mm-hmm. Tiny desk. But of course, it wasn't even real. Yeah. So. Makes sense, though. But it was a promotional video. <laughs> Ooh, so I guess I, I guess I win. Right. right. Nah, nah, I'm you playing. Got it. Um, <clears throat> but incredible album. Mm-hmm. Um, Pussy and Millions. That's got to be my favorite off mm-hmm. top. There's there's other favorites of ours in there. What did you say that your favorite was so uh, far? Privilege rappers. Privilege rappers. Yeah, and Pussy and Millions. That's definitely my favorite. Jumbotron shit popping. Yeah, love I guess that. it's fuck me. Love it, man. Every every song, like I said, they really just got into their bag. They really gave us everything and more. I would just say that, like, Drake heard the talk. You know, he, he rapped about it. C, uh, CLB may not have been what, what people have wanted. What blah, do you mean, blah, bad? Blah. You mean bad? Right, all right. Okay. He heard, you know, and then his next project, everybody's thinking it's going to be rap. He drops his dance album. Niggas are like, what the fuck? People still call that album trash just because it's not rap. Literally, like we we have all come to agreement. Like most of us, I love it. To like, if you really appreciate it for what it is, it's great. It's great music. It's great music. If you it didn't appreciate have to be rap. it, for, right? For what it is, it's great. But a lot of people just because it's not rap, they say it's trash. But anyways, Drake heard that shit. So then when he comes on this, Drake got back to rapping. He got back to talking his shit. The song "Middle of the Ocean." That's when Drake gets into his bag. We love those Drake songs where he just goes on and on. The beat just loops and loops. Drake just raps for five, six minutes. Drake has a few songs on here just by himself. Mm-hmm. This was a Drake <clears throat> album. And there's a couple of 21 songs by himself. Yeah, yeah. Drake, I mean, 21 actually got his own Drake track. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for of, sure. Of course, like we said, we had the 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. on Bridal Path, mm-hmm. uh, 5 a.m. in Toronto, 7 a.m. in, what was it? It was 7 a.m. and something else. Uh, 9 a.m. in Dallas. Yeah, one was in Calabasas. Uh, <laughs> Calabasas. Calabasas. 4 p.m. in Calabasas. Yeah. I might have had the first one wrong. I don't know. But um, 21 Savage got his own. Mm-hmm. 3 a.m. on Glenwood. Yeah, and he went crazy on that one. It was amazing. He went crazy, bro. 21 Savage's rapping is to be commended. Like, it, it is. I don't know how many more times we got to say it. 21 Savage is outstanding. The the nigga that he was in 2015, the I'm on that slot of gang shit. We had no idea this mm-hmm. is who we were going to be listening to in 2022. Mm-hmm. The progression, the evolution, the work he's been doing on his rhyme. Like he's he's great. We talked in the car uh earlier today. He's top 10. Yeah, absolutely, man. He's one of the one of the best in the game, like you said, top 10, whatever y'all want to Put them top 10, top 15. 21 is one of the best in the game. I don't it, care. It's only because he doesn't drop as often as other rappers mm. that we don't actively mention him in that list. It's just because he's not as active as the other ones. But when he comes out, his rap is superb, nigga. Absolutely. Like, amazing. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. So, yeah, I definitely agree that um, I don't want to take anything away from 21. Like, yes, he got into his bag on these songs as well, and especially the ones that he had by himself, man. He's just shown us, like, like you said, the growth is there. Uh, he's changed his whole life around, you know? He, Absolutely. He moved different. So, like, I say it all the time. When when artists change their real life, you can only rap and make music about what you're really living. Hopefully. Hopefully. 
hopefully, because a lot of niggas still will fake shit, but you would hope a nigga would, if he changes real life, then you can hear it in the music. And that's 21, you can hear it. 21 Savage is the perfect example of that because, like I said, he came out in maybe 2014, 15. He was rapping about what the hell he was doing. And now he's rapping about what the hell he's doing, what he's wearing, what what's going on in his life. And when you hear him talk about the gangster shit, it's about if you play with him, I'll still do this. Mm-hmm. But the majority of it is about the past. Mm-hmm. And he's rapping about what he's been through, not rapping about what he's still living. Gang shit, shit that's going on right now. Like right. 21 is really He's one of the best, bro. That's how you come from from nothing or from the gutter, from the street. And evolve mm-hmm. and just excel. Wow. Yeah, amazing, man. Amazing, man. Like we said, you can just hear it in the raps, bro. But uh, Rich Flex, the intro, I want to say that's one of my favorite songs on here as well. Uh, one thing about this tape that I love, bro, the beat switches. It's a lot of beat switches on mm-hmm. these songs. And that that does something to the song, like, like you said, because... To fit a, the artist, too. Right, right. If a song is just trapped, the entire time then it's a trap song yeah but if you take a trap beat and then in the middle you throw drake singing in the middle of that motherfucker then drake get a verse back on the rap like it's a totally different switch song. It, throw a sample on it it's a totally different song yeah. bro. so like these niggas went crazy i ain't gonna lie bro this people are saying this is album of the year i'm not giving it that but i understand why people are so hyped like this is great music for the mainstream because when we think about albums of the year me and you will start thinking about Real rapping about Pusha, like, Freddie Gibbs, yeah, those bars, like bars. stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. for that mainstream, that Kodak, that baby, that Drake, yeah, he sits up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I mean, and Twenty One. Uh, I'm not just calling this the Drake album. The Drake and Twenty One's album, they sit up there. Yeah, bro, it's amazing. Now let's get into it, Kari. We 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 have to. <clears throat> there was a lot of crazy lines inside of this album. Let's let's just go and and start with the very. The very most famous one. Okay. This bitch lied about getting shot, but she's still a stallion. Mm. Wrapped by Drake on Circo Loco. Mm-hmm. This bitch lied about getting shots, but she's still a stallion. Mm. Let's address the double entendre first. Okay. Because I've been seeing a lot of talk. Uh, a portion of this song was written by Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty actually came out. Yeah, shout out to Lil Yachty, bro. He got some uh, ad libs on a few songs as well. Shout he's, out to him. He's got like I think four songs worth of writing credits on this album. So yeah. shout out Yachty. Yeah, he said him and Drake was locked in for like four months. Yeah, yeah, bro. Shout out to Yachty. Um, so Yachty had to stick his neck out for the lyrics on the album. He got on Instagram or whatever live stream that was that he was on, and he said the line that you guys are referencing that everyone thinks might be about a certain rapper or something else. He's saying it's about girls getting ass shots and lying about it. He's saying you could still be a stallion. Like he's saying a stallion is a thick, a tall, thick woman, Mm -hmm. but she's lying about getting the shots. Hmm. That's, that's a good, it's a good double entendre. Yeah, for sure. This is about Megan the stallion. (laughs) Let's cut the shit. Let's cut the shit. Yeah, it's a double entendre, man. It's a double entendre. Yeah, like, of course, it can be about two different things. Mm-hmm, of course, and, and like I said um, before to um, with you, I believe someone like Drake knows that when you give lyrics like this, 
to the audience, it's all, they're always going to take it in the most negative way. So, of course, when people hear that, of course, they're going in on Drake talking about, oh, he's talking about Meg and everything, boom, boom, boom. When it really, I feel like Drake knew what he was doing, of course, but he really could be talking about something else. Like, there's a double meaning here. You know what I'm saying? So, like, people automatically go in on him. And I'm like, bro, y'all don't even, you don't even know. But I will say, I believe Drake knew Fucking he right. knew what it was going to do, regardless of whatever side he's on. He knew what it was going to do. And he knew what he, well, and, and he knew what he meant. So mm-hmm. uh, rapping, rapping that line, even if he didn't mean any harm, he draws his line in the sand. I yeah. say he was drawing his line in the sand on purpose. We don't have to get into the <laughs> incident that happened two years ago that we really don't give a fuck about anymore anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, um. Canada. There's a Canada Connect, you know. Oh, a Canada Connect. Yeah. Oh, he was sticking up for his country. Yeah, man, he's the mayor. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's all he was doing was sticking up for his own. If Justin Bieber would have done it, yeah. he would have stuck up for him too. You know, he rapped about him too. Oh my gosh, see, he, he shouted out the whole Canada. If bro. Nav would have done it, he would have stuck up for Nav. It could be anybody. It could be anybody. But that wasn't the only shot he took it at mm. Megan Thee Stallion. Mm. There's another line in Circle Loco that said. Shorty says she graduated. She ain't learned enough. Play your album track one. K, I heard enough. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's a reference to to Megan Thee Stallion going back and getting her degree. Allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> because I mean, for the first couple years of her uh, her rap career, mm-hmm. we saw a lot about her finishing up her college. Yeah, absolutely. She posted. Uh, I want to say it was last year. Yeah, she finished. Yeah, when she uh, walked the stage. Yeah, she it finished. Was, it was cool. It was cool. And then there's pictures of her floating around when she's actually on campus and shit. Like, yeah, everybody know that Megan was in school and, and went back to school. Everybody know. There could be a double entendre to the bitch lie about getting shots, but she's still a stallion. Mm-hmm. This was a problem. <laughs> this this is smoking air. <laughs> this is, hey, Canada vibes. <laughs> big, big, big Toronto shit. Yeah. Putting on for the city. What's going on? Yeah, I don't know, man. We just gonna have to wait and see next month. I'm not gonna be not gonna be messy, Roderick. Yeah, the I'm only saying. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna ask one thing, and I'm gonna get out of here because we don't have any clues or ties to anything. Do you think this could stem from Megan holding a tie to a certain rapper and not letting go of it? A certain female, I'm sorry, a certain female rapper that that she wants to keep that tie with, and maybe not another tie. So now Drake has had to stand his 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 flag in the sand. Maybe. Who knows? Because these girls have been going crazy. Sides had to be picked, and they they got picked in the last month or two. I just don't know who stands where, but this came out of nowhere. All right. <clears throat> do we have the track? Uh, uh, do we have the track lines about Drake telling Ice Spice he plays her shit on mute? <laughs> uh, he said, "Shawty, um, she's still a ten, but like she sound better on mute or some shit like that." Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, Ice Spice. I always fuck up on her name. She uh, tweeted in response to that. She's like, "At least I'm still a 10. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit! You can't. She can't go like, out like this." Like, uh, but nah, that's funny, bro. But because that could have been about anybody. I know the internet made it about her. That one could 
That could have been about anybody. That way could have been about anybody. <laughs> there was a now, few people that were saying. Now I will say if if Ice Spice took it to the point where she was willing to own it, more than likely it was about her. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna say it was about her just because there's been nobody else in the media lately that to her that's been on the fence about bad rap. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's only been Ice Spice. Anybody else before we we was talking about Coyle Ray, but Coyle Ray is, is she's she's turned that shit all the way around. She's a rapper, rapper now. Great. Um. <clears throat> now we got Serena Williams' husband. <laughs> and this shit was crazy. Drake threw <laughs> fucking shots on this album, bro, but they were all at women. Bro, he said sidebar. No, he threw nigga shots too. So I'm not even gonna say that. Right, right. But at the point where he was talking about Serena's husband, he said sidebar. Serena, your husband, your husband's what do you call a him? groupie? A groupie. <laughs> Drake was going crazy, man. He responded to her husband. He tweeted some shit. He, yeah, but it was it was corny. Like that's that's like if a rapper says something crazy about your wife, and you just got to stick your neck out there because you know. That was funny though. Drake just Drake was just feel, feeling good, man. I don't know. Does Twenty One bring it out of him? Is it Twenty One? I won't even say it's 21, but a lot of people was, was saying that on the internet. I think Drake just knows when he has to turn. He has that button that he can press when he needs to level up. And I, he, he knew he needed to do that shit right now. I'll say it's 21 because Drake was saying certain things on these on these tracks that I've never heard Drake say before. He's spinning niggas blocks. <laughs> he's taking niggas heads off. Yeah. He's, uh, what is it? What 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 are the, what are the kids saying? Drilling. <laughs> Ooh. Um, oh. Fucking Crody. Oh my goodness. Fucking Drake. I'm saying it now, bro. He did not term that word, but we're gonna hear it everywhere. Well, we were saying Crody before that. Yeah, bro. Everybody's been saying Crody. But yes, he made a whole song saying Crody. Now everybody's gonna be saying that. He did a lot of shit with this this album, man. Alright, here we here we go. I have the Drake bar. Sidebar Serena, your husband a groupie. He claim we don't got a problem, but no, boo. It's like you coming for sushi. Oh, I get what he did there. <laughs> we might pop up on him at will, like Suzuki. <laughs> Kawasaki, sushi, sake. The money grow on trees like shiitake. Okay, okay, okay. Drake, what do you think of this shit, I man? I say, really, really some bars. I ain't gonna lie. No, boo, it's coming you... All right, I'm like I'm not. I'm not gonna say it again. That's a fucking tongue twister. No boo. It is like you coming for sushi. Yeah. All right. Drake got some shit off, bro. He got his he, shit off. Why? I was why? feeling some type of way, bro. I'm trying to tell you. I, I think he he heard the noise, man. He heard the fucking noise. People was saying Drake is this and that. Drake been locked in the studio this entire time. Remember, even us, I was like, I don't think Drake making no music right now. I said that shit. We've seen so many pictures of it before. This is what happens when you drink bowl glasses of wine as big as Drake does in the fucking <laughs> studio. There's a different type of tipsy or drunk that wine gives you mm-hmm. as to other types of liquor. Yeah. This is the type of rap you get when you sipping nothing but Pinot Grigio in the fucking <laughs> booth. This nigga was sipping yeah. white wine. And it's getting brought too. Absolutely. Yeah, you seen it in the videos. Do you remember the shit? Yeah, yeah. With, with Elliot and them. Yeah, he was like, bro. make me a wine. Yeah. Nigga, fuck, yes, fuck, bro. get me a wine. Yes. This nigga said, make me a wine. Drake lived different, bro. I swear, that's why he act like that. 
and he, that's and that's why I, I get a nigga his praise, bro. Because like he the only nigga that can live like that. This nigga has a plane, bro. Do you mean to tell me fuck a guy going to pour from a glass? A nigga went back there and made wine. Nigga made Who's, him a drink. Was this Jesus? <laughs> is Jesus back there, nigga? I know you're Jewish. But is Jesus back there? Shit, probably. Okay, probably, bro. That's another reason why Drake drink. Uh, that's another shot. Drake had to shout out the Jewish family, the Jewish community. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, fuck Kanye. I only did that shit for Jay Prince, nigga. <laughs> oh. Hey. Nigga said mob ties, nigga. But Kanye is such on his fucking apology tip mm-hmm. now that he was like, you know what? I love Drake. <laughs> yep. We should work together. Mm-hmm. All right. Because <clears throat> I want to say Drake really felt that moment, too, and that was just a bar. <laughs> if, if he did it, they put on a hell of an acting show, bro. That was a bar. And that's why I want to just will get say that, that out too. And I will say that not only is Drake Jewish, but Drake is a part of a large Hollywood Hollywood uh he's a large Hollywood star. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's say that. Yeah. So um the bars that that got off, I don't think those that was personal to Kanye. I, I he personally said it, but right. this I think his love for Ye is there. Like Absolutely. Certain things out. at this point are politics. Right, you you okay. stay the fuck away from Kanye right, West right, right now. We're on the same page. And to preserve my business right now, I had to get a fuck Kanye line out uh-huh. there. He even said fuck Adidas. Yeah. Drake Drake know I mean Kanye knows that Drake has to do certain things to save his Hollywood ass. Brand. Of course. Yeah. Drake Drake's ass and no homo. Drake's ass and Drake's Hollywood ass is certain is or two different things. Drake had to save his Hollywood ass, right. and every other artist did, which is why when uh, Kanye said that he was building some shit down in Houston with Fifty or some schools, Fifty was like, "Yeah, we can do that, but nigga, you gotta go cool off. I don't fuck with you right now." It's crazy. Yeah, man, insane. <clears throat> now that we're out of controversies, I think that pretty much wraps up the album. Yeah, A through F. Where we at with it? Shit. I say I say this is a, a B plus. This is a B plus or an A minus. A minus. I was gonna say okay. A minus. Yeah, B plus to A minus. I always think of shit on the the two K score. Like uh like when you're on my player. Yeah, the teammate great. There's somewhere between B plus and A minus. It might not be the full A minus all mm-hmm. the way to the A, but mm-hmm. But that's a that's a great game. Hell yeah. If you B plus to A minus, <clears throat> that's a lot of skill points. You're going home feeling good. You leveling up. Not in 2K22. You're not getting For skill real? points anymore. Well, we don't they don't have shit like that yeah. anymore. Yeah, um, I'll show you how outdated I am. <clears throat> I mean, you might have skill points, but they it doesn't it's not the same. Okay. You don't get a lot. Okay. But for a 12, if you did 12 minute games, my player, mm-hmm. and you end up with a B plus to A minus, you played a hell of a game. Yeah. Niggas weren't really grinding like that like we was. Nah, hell no. Nah. 12 minute quarters. On a my player, y'all wasn't doing that. Y'all wasn't doing that. I'm still doing that. On my on my free time. because you a baller. Yeah, on my free time, I'm still locking into that my player. because you a baller. It's not playing with me, man. <clears throat> That was the only piece of music that I think that we had that came out this week. Besides, uh, we missed last week. We probably would have talked about it on Thursday. Jid, he dropped a deluxe to uh, the Forever Story mm-hmm. or an extended version mm-hmm. of the the Forever Story. There were some tracks I think that he couldn't get cleared that they made their way to the album this time. So it's just one song. It's called 2007. 
um just one song this this the extended entire, version is just one bonus just just one bonus song. oh that's 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 fire mm-hmm. that's yeah fire. Be, because if you remember um right before the album dropped he dropped the youtube version and video of this song yes he did so we heard it, you know, we played it, we sent it in the groups and everything. So we, we've heard the song and it's an, an amazing song. So for him to be able to get that shit cleared and now be streaming, I love that for him because it's only going to help his album. The sales is just going to boost it up more. And and Jid is going to be in that conversation at the end of the year for best projects of the year. Oh, Jid is in that conversation. I'm trying to think about all of the albums that have come out this year. It's a lot. It's a lot because we didn't even mention Kendrick earlier. Oh, right. Exactly. Kendrick. Kendrick is sitting up there for sure. Absolutely. Um, I mean, a lot of people aren't going to put the honestly never mind thing in there. You got the game dramatic Mm -hmm. that dropped. Like I said, Pusha T's album dropped. DJ Khaled's dropped. Uh, Jid dropped. We got a a slew of NBA young boy drops. (laughs) We still got Gunna this year in January. We got Gunna this year. Like January, February. You got Nas on the way next week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh my <laughs> you have god. Nas and Hit Boy King Disease oh 3 on the way. Not this Friday, next Friday. No, no, it's this week. I thought it was the 17th or something no, like that. No, it's 11/11. You're right. It's 11/11. And there's somebody else dropping on 11/11 that I can't remember. Me neither. There's a lot of people coming though this week as well, but yeah, we getting holy shit, I forgot about that, bro. Yeah, we got maybe Ooh. album of the year upon us. <laughs> right, we haven't even heard it. Because Nas don't bullshit. Yeah, no, I know it's gonna be like that for sure. Oh man, what the fuck else can Nas have to say about Queensbridge? No, <laughs> this nigga's been through everything. But I love it, man. Keep it coming. This nigga smoked a hundred million Cuban cigars <laughs> and has lived to tell the story about each and every single one of them. <laughs> fuck it, I'm here for it. The latter stage of his career is turning to be his prime. Yeah. It's been amazing. Like we said before, um, you you said it yourself that he's the best. Snig- yeah, right yeah he's he's the best living rapper. Yeah, yeah. Right now. And he's aging like fucking wine. Mm-hmm. No homo. Physically, he's aging like wine, too. Like, he's one of those those guys that's like, damn, this nigga's 40 this or 50 whatever? Yeah, the or- ladies love him. For sure. I'll be seeing that be possible. Wasn't going to go that far, but. Yeah, then, no, yeah, I'm just I'm playing. Just no, no, no. He, they fuck with Nas. Yeah, like, for sure. He's one of those ones that, like, as an older age artist, oh, they fuck with him. Yep. Uh, who who's the one that I've been seeing? <clears throat> as much goofy shit as he's been doing, oh, they love some fucking genuine. They've never oh, stopped yeah. loving genuine. God damn it, man! <laughs> oh shit, bro, genuine. <clears throat> fucking crazy. In the top ten moments of 2022, genuine might make that list. Oh yeah, for sure. Or the top twenty moments or whatever. And like, which one can you choose, bro? Because he has a few. The shit when, when he lifted himself up on stage. Shut the fuck up. Are you going to say him passing out in a fucking... Of course. <laughs> the fucking water tank? Right. Yes, when he did that shit. But I think I think when he lifted himself up on... Nah, bro. The dance. <laughs> His fucking little shimmy to the side. I forgot about the dance. Shit is fucking... Bro, they would say he looked like Quagmire, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he did, bro. It's just because his beard... The way he his has body, it cut, bro. yeah, his body looked like quagmire, bro. and yeah, and his fucking head looks mm-hmm. unproportional. <laughs> oh man, why do you do this to yourself? Damn, bro. We do, we do love you though, genuine yeah, hits for hits, and and a legend, 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 legend. That's hilarious. <clears throat> well, let's go ahead and move on. Are we in the news? Mm-hmm. All right, I didn't want to have to get here. 
we're going to go ahead, not get it out of the way, but we're going to start here. We weren't here on Thursday. I believe this happened somewhere on Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't want to go right back to the date. Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. Okay. Um, it was six in the morning. I woke up. I wiped my eyes or wiped whatever out of my eyes. And of course, just like any other human in the year 2022 or adult, you check your phone. I look at my phone and I see a bunch of messages. There's messages from friends. There's messages from uh, social media. There's group message things. And I see one that sticks out in particular is from Kari. And it's in the middle of a group message. And it's from TMZ. It says, take off dead. Or it was take off shot dead in Houston. It fucked my head up. I I didn't even, I, I couldn't even tell if I was reading it correctly. I had to get my wits about me like, and wake up and put my glasses on and wipe my face off and look at the phone again. And that shit said, take off, shot dead in Houston. And I want to be able to think things are fake at first. Kari sent it from TMZ. I'm like, oh, shit. They killed Takeoff. Mm -hmm. I'll let you go into your how you found out story. And then we'll go into moving on about details, aftermath, things like that. Okay. So uh, same thing, like you said, it's... uh it's about six in the morning. I want to say I remember the exact time, like six oh seven. Tyron hit the shout out to Ron message, like maybe like 20, 30 minutes before that, right? And he said, "Bro, is it true? Takeoff is dead." So I'm waking up like you, like, bro, what, what's going on? Like, I see the message. I'm like, bro, whatever, you know. Twitter like to kill people all the time. I'm gonna just say that, you know. So I was just like, all right, bro, let me wake up. But nowadays it's more true. Right, right. But still, let me wake up and check this shit out for myself, right? So that's when I get online, and bro, I was like within ten minutes of that TMZ article being posted. You know what I'm saying? That's when I sent it. I'm like, oh shit, this shit is true. You know, it it just fuck it fucked my morning up. Like you said, I, I bounce up at six, and like I don't want to do nothing. Like I'm I froze. I didn't want to do anything. I just froze, bro. Like it just it shook me up. I had to immediately get to work. I work with children and, and young adolescents. I'm it's eight or seven, eight in the morning. I'm saying good morning. It's the type of thing where you want to make sure you have a smile on your face to make sure that's the first thing kids see in the morning. Mm-hmm. After that, and after finding out that he had passed. I was sent or we were sent the video of the bowling alley incident and the gruesome video of Quavo cradling and holding or trying to pick up, take off. They eventually land back down because I think a nurse told him that that wasn't the best thing to do to pick him up. The best thing to do was to lay him there. Um, it took the smile out of me. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even smile for them. Mm-hmm. I, it, it, it fucked my whole day up i could have went and i think everybody could have went without seeing that video absolutely nobody should be filmed in that manner nobody yeah i i haven't seen that shit too man um but it's just insane when you think about it there's certain rappers 
And I'm not saying anybody on this world is more important than others. There might be a C or a B or a D list rapper that kind of rocks your spirit because you might have known them from your region or you might have known them for making noise or they were starting to blow up. There are certain ones that kind of hit home like Pop Smoke had just blown up. That was huge. It hurt. Juice World had just become the biggest rapper or pop star in the game. It hurt. When you talk about takeoff, it's a guy that is straight up a list. And, and those other guys that I named were a list too, but just follow me. They burst onto the scene in 12, 2012 or 13 after Drake gets on Versace. So at this point, and I'll just say it for us, we're 15 or 16. We've been following this artist since he was 18 years old to the point where he's 28 or it was 28 at, at the time of his death. For 10 years, we've been keeping up with him to where he's like a family member. You've grown to him and he's grown so much in the game, whether it's his rap or his style or you finally get to hear take off, open his mouth and be more social or you get to see the progression of the Migos. Now they're at the Met Gala. These niggas don't trap no more. They ain't in a bando. They've gone number one. They're at the Met Gala. They're here. They're there. They're at the Oscars being named. Shit like that. <clears throat> Rolling Stone covers. Rolling Stone covers. They've become household names. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen to take off. It can't happen to take off. Mm -hmm. And he catches a straight bullet in a bowling alley to the head. Mm -hmm. It just eats you up, man. It just eats you up. Uh, so everything like you mentioned there, like these guys, these guys got to the point where they were termed one of the greatest, if not the greatest group ever. Moguls. Like, yes. The greatest group ever. You know what I mean? What I will say is, yes, you have. There's, there's groups that you might be able to consider better lyricists than Migos. But when you talk about selling out shows Fame. when you talk about selling out uh, or selling records breaking records in the game as a rap group it doesn't get bigger mm -hmm. than Migos yeah, and, uh, and like I guess if you want to talk about the outcast thing with the, the Grammy side do that mm -hmm. but anything else Migos is the biggest group to ever do that absolutely and like you said we just saw we saw it from the start you know what I mean? From the beginning. And then just to be where they are now, you know, this is the, the other unfortunate part. We all mm. know the situation going on, um, the relationship situation that's going on with Offset, you know? So they're not even in the group anymore. It's just Quavo and Takeoff doing the Unkin Few. You know what I'm saying? Guys are not even on good terms with each other. Um, so getting the news, you know, and then all of these things are playing in your head, like that's another thing there that just hurts. You know, it just hurts you, man, because it's like, bro, like, you don't this, know who was on good terms or not. But this is not how this is what's supposed to happen, bro. Like, it wasn't supposed to happen like this. Like, takeoff is not even confrontational like that, bro. Like, he's a, a laid-back guy. Everybody that posted love for him said the exact same thing, bro. It was to himself. Low-key. Good person. Good heart. Good spirit. Because that's who he is. That's literally who he is. You know, he's that situation wasn't even because of him. You know what I'm saying? We said something exactly like this. When we found out that they were they weren't uh, at the best 
state in their relationship with each other, that their friendship or their relationship with each other was starting to break into different parts. I said something to the effect of, I hope we don't have to wait one day and see Takeoff, Offset, and Quavo finally get back together at some 2050 BT Awards. Or even worse, somebody be gone Mm -hmm. by that point. I had no idea that we would be looking at somebody in Migos being gone within two months of me, like two months of me saying it. All this happening in the same year. The breakup, the fallout, the album, the joint album, the Unconfused album. To his death, like it all happened in the same year. Uh, yeah, that's that's the type of thing. Me just being the person I am. You gotta pray. You gotta you gotta be covered, cause um, something's out for the like. You gotta you gotta make sure the family's like in the right place. Yeah. Because you know, just unfortunate, man. It's a lot coming out of family at once. Mm-hmm. Prayers towards that entire family. Absolutely, man. Prayers. I, I believe. And rest in peace to Curse Nick Ball, uh, also known as Takeoff, yes, sir. 28 years old. Um, probably the best lyricist from Migos. Of mm-hmm. course, we we have who we would call the, the biggest star, the biggest artist, the biggest lyricist. And the lyricist one goes to, to take off. Mm-hmm. It always has. Definitely, man. Definitely. I don't have much more to say. Um, we saw the candlelight vigil between his family and friends go on over the weekend, but um, I'm sure you'll see his his funeral procession, things like that, go down within the next week. Shout out Offset, he's left a hell of a legacy. Um, Take. I'm sorry, yeah, shout out Takeoff, left a hell of a legacy. Um, wow. Yeah, man. One thing I just want to say before we move out, uh, this is just a message for everybody. All of us, bro, like, we just never know when it's our time, you know what I'm saying, bro? So, like, if you got if you got issues, if you got problems, you know what I'm saying? Like, just hash that shit out, bro. We just need to love on each other because when you gone, it's, it's, it's over, bro. Like, you know, situations like that, they just happen so fast and then somebody is gone forever. And it happens, like, within seconds, within minutes, bro. So, like, if you got issues, if you got problems with somebody, let that shit go. Talk about it, bro. And just love on each other, man. We We, we just don't know. When it's our time. And I don't even want to say we don't, we never know how much time you got. I'm cutting that up. You don't have as much time as you think. Oh, absolutely Just, Just straight off the rip, like even outside of I don't know how much time. Just know, even if you don't know how much time you got, you don't have as much time as you think you do. Mm Mm-hmm. We all on borrowed time. Yeah, like it's it's not the time that you think you have. Mm-hmm. If you got beef with one of your homegirls and or one of your homeboys, and you in the mindset that's like, yeah, we'll we'll find our way back to each other. We'll we'll squash that shit one of these days. You don't have that time. Do it, man. Just yep. you know, figure your shit out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, but once again, just rest in peace, take off, shout out to uh, the whole QC family, all everybody associated with uh, with takeoff, man, just prayers. Absolutely, prayers to that family. <clears throat> We're going to stay in in passings. Aaron Carter, uh, brother of Nick Carter, um, member of Backstreet Boys. If you can remember Aaron Carter from his hits from 
the early 2000s. He's the I Want Candy kid. He is the um, I Play Basketball with Shaquille O'Neal kid. Um, if you can remember Aaron Carter, he was like this cute, lovable kid from the 2000s. Um, he was just a, a a little kid. Yeah, what was the show on Disney? Was it like Lizzie McGuire or some shit he was on? He was a feature on an episode of Lizzie McGuire. Okay, he wasn't okay. actually a character on okay, it. Okay, for sure. For but sure. um he was he was himself on the on the movie, okay. I believe, or the show. On it the was either the Lizzie McGuire movie or the Lizzie McGuire show and an episode of it, something like that. Okay. Um but Aaron Carter, he was a he was a big star mm-hmm. from the two thousands. He's passed away at the age of thirty four. Yeah. I know that he's battled in the last uh in the last ten years or, or in his past period with, with drug abuse. Um I'm not 100% sure if that has anything to do with this situation here. Details will be coming out in the uh, in the future. But prayers to that family as well. I know that he wasn't in the best state with Nick Carter, um, but Nick stated that, you know, family is family. And I never stopped loving my brother, even through any of our problems. And, of course, you would never want anything like this to happen. So prayers prayers to that that whole family um hate that that death is going around like this especially mm-hmm. towards this time of the year yeah. you don't it, it hits a little different in november and december yeah man i was just gonna say that as well just unfortunate another thing with uh fucks up the whole holidays going back to takeoff real quick you know the very next day was the anniversary of his album mm-hmm. the last rocket the last rocket so just another situation just like damn bro but Aaron Carter, man, yeah, just prayers for his family as well, man. Being that young, like I said, I don't know the circumstances and everything, but 34 years old, that's way too young. If you can remember, he just fought Lamar Odom in that celebrity boxing match. Wow, that was him? That was him? Yeah. Holy shit. I do remember that. And I don't, I, um, he didn't look like he was in the greatest state. Really? Damn. That's crazy. But, yeah. But yeah, man, just, just recipes, like you said, it just... It's a lot of bad spirits going around, man. Just love on your people once again. Going back to what I just said, because his brother just mentioned that situation as well, that they were rocky. You don't have as much time as you think. Man, just get right with yourself, man. Get right with, with you know, if it's the Lord, whatever religion you believe in, just get right. Real man. talk. I love all my brothers, man. I think I'm I think I'm right and I'm intact with all my brothers. Um Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 in there with all my brothers. Absolutely. <clears throat> Are we ready to move on? Mm-hmm. We're not out of we're not out of uh deeper, darker times yet, but we're we're moving along. <laughs> Young Thug's lawyer, he's filed a motion to have his case or his Rico case dismissed, citing that the defense has illegal evidence of Thug's car or or his rental cars. Yeah, because you know, there's a situation where they say um, there was a shooting, a killing, and they used a rental car. And Thug, it was in Thug's name, or Thug has some affiliation to the rental car. So that's that's the case that they've been trying to build on him. So that's what they're trying to get thrown out here. So apparently the defense has illegally accessed the rental car documents mm-hmm. to prove that, yeah, that was him. And Thug's side is saying... Yeah, that might be true, but you're not supposed to have that. So, <laughs> well, how did you get that information? Yeah, and and that that in itself, in most instances, that that's a it's an error or that's a oh, that's a mistrial. If, if it if it comes back to be true, for sure, I I wouldn't say. I don't think Thug gets off on this. I'm gonna say that because 
yes, there are instances where you get off on that. This is a Rico that we're talking about. I don't think this little piece of evidence is going to be enough for the judge to drop the entire 49 count case or wherever the <laughs> fuck that was. Like, I, it's it's not happening. Yeah, it would be crazy. But uh, who knows? Like we said, I don't know if this helps or not. But at least it's good to know that they trying whatever they can. You know, Gunna had three bonds that got denied. So at least they over there trying. Kim K is actually advocating for him. So, like, people out here. You know, they had that uh, protect black law or whatever it was, you know, that uh, that Kevin Laws was that movement that 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 they started. They've had a lot more rappers um, support that recently as well. Yeah, it's actually kind of ironic because the latest ones that were just in the news were Drake and Megan Thee Stallion that were supporting it. Wow. They're not friends. (laughs) But uh, protect black art. I think that's the name of it. We'll we'll try to get that. But, um, you know, I don't know if it helps good if it doesn't. You know, oh well, we just gotta wait till the trial starts next year. I believe January is what they were saying. So, hopefully, we'll get some good news coming from that camp soon. But if not, we'll just have to sit back and just wait. Yeah, man. Um, free the whole YSL gang. Y'all already know how that goes. <clears throat> Let's move on. All right, we're out of the bad news. Well, unless you're a big ass TikTok fan, TikTok TikTok users, this might be a little bad. The FCC commissioner has urged the U.S. government uh, government to ban TikTok. So we already know there's been an ongoing like movement in in Congress to have TikTok banned in the United States due to its its data privacy. Because apparently there is no data privacy. Right. And it's not owned by us. So um, there's fear in the United States that our info could be used by China and not necessarily a problem with it being China, but it being a communist country. Right, right, right. It just being anybody, really. Them just having that much access right. that fast. You know what I mean? And I think this came off of the heels that TikTok had confirmed that they have access to all European data. So I think it's on some shit like, oh, well, you have ours. And the U.S. has been trying to to relay that message, but they're like, eh, no, well, we'll just let it rock for a little bit. Interesting. I didn't really give that much of a fuck before um, back in, I think it was March 2020. I was about to say, yeah, we, we've spoken on this. For yeah, sure. back in March 2020 was when uh, President Trump was trying to get it banned. Or banned. Yeah. And there was a lot of pushback on that. But as time has started to move forward, the pushback has kind of died down. And a lot of people are starting to uh, agree that this might not be the best idea. Damn, you saying 45 was right again? Fuck. 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 (laughs) I'm just playing, bro. But uh, no, man, uh, definitely. I couldn't agree more. Like now people are starting to see like, hey, we really need to sit back and take a look at this. We need to start reading these articles pay attention to this information that they're giving us because they're letting us know like hey we maybe shouldn't be using this app but everybody is still fucking using it. i get it's fun yeah well it's because it's addicting to an entire generation like imagine in 2012 or 13 if they were like yeah twitter has your data don't use it we would have told them to suck our dicks because we're going to use twitter and there's nothing you can tell me you you have to ban this mm-hmm. from 
from our phone. That That's exactly, that was what they would have had to do for us to get off of any of the social medias we wanted to use. Tumblr mm-hmm. was booming. Yeah, for sure. Instagram was booming. Facebook was booming. Twitter was booming. Um, MySpace still was booming too. We was on our way out, but. Yeah, I wasn't using MySpace uh, in this era anymore. Once I got my Facebook, the MySpace era ended. Damn. <laughs> that's crazy. Seventh grade, I was done using MySpace. That was 2000 and the the school year of 2009, 2010 was my last year on, on MySpace. It could eat dick every other year. <laughs> it, it ate dick every other year. Um, but TikTok, there's an entire generation of of kids and even adults that are addicted to this now mm-hmm. to the point where there's enough U.S. citizens that give a fuck about TikTok that it supports an entire side of Congress being like, nah, we're not going to do it. Or, and I'm not, I'm not saying that supports it. I'm saying it gives them enough to have, if there's a political reason why they think it should stay, they've got that and all these other people that like it. Mm-hmm. Whereas you guys just have uh, some weird ass reason why you want it to be off, but I, I but look, I kind of agree. This is this how I look at it though, bro. If the information that we're getting that they are providing to us, if it's true, if our data is getting leaked, or if they have access to our data, like they say, not even leaked, they have it. We should do something about that. That's just what I and I and I get you. the The platform is great. I understand people use it, promo, whatever. But like, if we're at danger if our information is at danger we should do something about that i think it's because this might be one of the first times we have a huge booming social media app that's not controlled and ran by someone in the united states tom ran myspace mark runs uh facebook, facebook and he ended up buying instagram yeah the uh, the owners of instagram so he owns mm-hmm. that whatsapp all that mm-hmm. youtube i believe is something here that's U.S. based as well. Google, U.S. based. Twitter. Twitter, Yahoo, all of that is U.S. based. So we've never really had to worry about there being some sort of international data breach Mm -hmm. because it's always been U.S. government controlled. Right, right, right. That makes sense. This is a fucking fear. Now, if you you think about it like that and and you're thinking about it as an American, um, whether you're... Uh, an American native or whatever as a citizen if you're thinking about it like that everything that we've done on every other social media app has been protected and if anyone can see it and is messing with our data it's the US government I don't think you want other governments fucking with your shit or having your information because there's certain operations from you we don't even know what the u.s government does we don't know what the fuck goes on at area 51 the, the world what the pearl harbor shits be like I, we don't know what goes on at those places we don't know if they're cloning niggas in the u.s yeah and i'm not saying they are um don't cancel us guys um but if you have questions about what the fuck might be going on with your data in the u.s why the fuck would you want niggas who can't, you can never even get an answered question from Exactly, them? exactly. That makes sense because if your information, if your data gets out regardless, let's just say it's just the U- United States, that's still a large pool. But we're at least going to protect it right, to where right, only right, Americans can right, fuck but, with your but shit. It's, but it's all, like you said, United States. You open up the window, the door, 
to international fraud. The world can fuck with you. Like, bro, it's over. Like, I'm deleting my TikTok tonight. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing you can do from that point, bro. But uh, like I said, that's just my stance. I get it, everything. I know the app. It's great. You know? It's, it's fun. It's yeah, fun. For sure. and, and I love the shit that we get from it, the entertainment, the comedy. Trust me. I understand it. I love it. I'll do reels. But like I said, my stance, man, if it's danger there, if we are at risk, we got to take care of that. That's just standard. That's law. Speaking of TikTok reels, all that, did you see that Twitter has a loop for videos like reels now? Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Let, let, let me just show something very quickly. Okay. So, you see here? Wow. Okay. And it funnels through different pages. But all within the same, like sports, is that kind of what, what that is? Kind of. But it filters in other yeah. shit as well. Okay. Twitter has now added the real the TikTok video yeah. yeah, algorithm or mm. formula to their uh, to their platform. Interesting. It's the new thing. Yeah. So with that being said, with it being on Facebook, because you have that, you already have reels on Facebook because real, like you have reels on Instagram. It's the same thing. Um and you have it on Twitter. We could get rid of, we could get rid of TikTok, right? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. A lot of people would be upset, but like, yeah, we can, we can do without it. And I think, to be completely honest, it hasn't been around long enough for there to be that much of an uproar if it leaves. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a huge uproar if it leaves. For sure, it's just gonna be though, like when when we uh, when we lost Vine. We hurt. Yes. Like we felt the pain. Everybody was hurt because that was something that we used. And it was only six seconds on those videos and we loved it. Elon said uh, he asked if you guys wanted mm-hmm. to come back. Yeah. Because yeah. he's going to fuck around by that shit, too. Fuck it. Bring it back, man. A lot of people. That, <laughs> I think Twitter might own it, though. Yeah, that yeah. might be why. But a lot of people that, that are famous now started on, on Vine. Drewski. That, um, that's what I was going to say. There's going to be a lot of creators that they would be pissed off if this mm-hmm. app was banned in the U.S. And and I'm going to sure. go out on a limb. They're going to ban this app, Corey. Yeah, I definitely see it coming, bro. It doesn't matter if it if it comes in the next four years. Say there was a, a Republican president that came in next or something like that. Mm-hmm. It, it does not matter. Somewhere within the next four to eight years, don't get comfortable with this app. It's leaving. Yeah, you should probably think about getting off of it. I'm gonna just say that for your own safety purposes, but um, I I see them if they raise too much of a problem with security and data breach issues, um, especially because it's it's not controlled by our government. I, I see this leaving. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see this staying. Mm-hmm. I know TikTok's big. I know everybody loves it. It's it's not it's not staying, guys. Sorry, <laughs> hate to break it to you. <clears throat> Are we ready to move on? Mm-hmm. Oh, so what is this about Jeff Bezos and Jay Z supposed to supposed to be buying the former uh, Washington Redskins and or the now Washington Commanders? Mm-hmm. So um, you know their owner, I believe his name is Dan Snyder. Right. He's been in the news a lot because there's been a lot of allegations, um, you know, regarding him, um, sexual allegations. His back is against the wall. Mm-hmm. He's got to get rid of this team, basically. Yeah. So and there's been a lot of pressure, like you said, from the league, the organization, from other owners, from players, from coaches, from the media, from from, from fans, from everybody. Yeah. So um, but Dan Snyder has been on his on his stance of I'm not selling the team. 
Right. He's been on that stance, bro, this entire time. This has been, I would say, going on a year, maybe maybe almost two years. He finally started to consider sales. Right. So now, within this past week, uh, it was reported that they hired like some a team from Bank of America, and they're starting to listen to offers. Hmm. The pressure's just gotten too big for him, I would say, because, um, like I said, everybody's talking about this. For me, I feel like it's gotten to a point where Roger Goodell, like there's certain points where when it's NBA, it's Adam Silver. When it's NFL, it's Roger Goodell. They sit you down in this office and they're like, hey, look, there's some shit going on. We don't know if it's true or it's not. We don't give a fuck about getting down to the bottom of it. All we know is we can't have this looking fucking terrible on us. So inside this envelope is all the details to your nice little severance package (laughs) in this severance package or in you taking it you're going to resign you're going to give this team up you're going to sell it whatever it is or we're going to fire you i feel like we're finally we're within the last week or two we finally gotten to the point where they had that meeting yeah for sure and they're like all right if you want to look bad in front of everybody look bad we'll just let the shit go like we'll we'll we have to get rid of you, but uh, you can sell it. Now he's gonna sell it. Yeah, man. Like you said, uh, when they put you your back up against the wall, you only got one choice. You know what I'm saying? We we've seen this uh, play out in the NBA before with the Clippers. We For talked sure. we talked about Phoenix Suns, their situation that they had over the summer. So um, you know, when it comes down from the top. When the pressure is put on you from the top, because they can take the media. These 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 people are billionaires. They don't even hear what we say on social media. They're not on social media. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So they don't hear that shit. But like you said, when they get sat down by the owners or the fucking commissioners. I was going to say the commissioners or the board of the team. Mm-hmm. That's shit. when, you know, when they start pulling the money. You remember going back to Phoenix Suns? They're sponsored by PayPal. Yep. PayPal was like, hey, we not fucking with y'all no more if he is still there. Yep. They said, hey, sir, come here. Come here. Come here. <laughs> you <laughs> got to go. You got two choices. <laughs> yeah. You're either going to quit or we're going to fire you. You got to go, bro. When, when shit like that happens, just know they either have to quit or they're, they're going to be fired. Right. So sell the team. Pick. Yeah. You, either you can make some money or we can make you look like an ass. Mm-hmm. You pick. We're giving you, we're giving you a ladder and a parachute. Yeah. Take one of them. <laughs> For real. Before we have to kick you the fuck out. That's funny, bro. Without one. Yeah. Uh, Jay-Z doesn't buy this team. Well, maybe he does. With, I was With gonna, help. With help. He can't buy it by himself. He's not that, that paid. Well, But what I was going to say is, the black Jay-Z never gets to buy the NFL team. Like, this never gets to happen. How come? Come on, Kari, stop, stop with the fucking games. The same way Diddy and any other investor couldn't buy the Carolina Panthers. Right. Um, and I don't need to get into all the, the nooks and crannies of that. Okay, but look, this, I just want to say one thing. I, I know what you are mentioning, but one thing that was reported from that Carolina situation, they just didn't have enough money at the end of the day. It wasn't enough money. Now you talk about... He had grabbed other investors. Right, right, right. I'm saying from that entire pool, their entire pool, not just Jay-Z. The entire pool didn't have enough when it came down at the end of the day, right, to make the deal. So now going back to Jay-Z and possibly Jeff Bezos, there's no situation where there's not enough money there. So if that was the case, I'm just saying if that was the case, could you then see it happening? 
Maybe. They don't give his team to a nigger. <laughs> He's gonna- I'm not calling Jay-Z a nigger like that, but I'm saying, like, uh, yeah, I don't care if Jeff Bezos sits next to him. It, it's, it's the principle of it. The only reason why I feel like it could go through is because Jay-Z's already in bed with the NFL. I, I think that means a lot in this instance. The Jay Z's already in bed with Roger Goodell, uh, in bed with Roger Goodell in the NFL. Um, in any other instance, no. I don't think Diddy and Jeff Bezos could get this done. Okay. But NFL Jay Z and Jeff Bezos, yes. I think this is the perfect. This is a match made in heaven. And now that I'm starting to think about things in my head, maybe this does get done. I mean, I know you don't technically have him attached to it anymore but you have you have amazon prime thursday night football mm. you got something you got the nfl yeah that deal you got jeff bezos that's a billion dollar deal you got jay-z who's already in bed with roger goodell nfl oh yeah oh this deal gets done it may happen oh like look what now, look now what that just you did. that thursday night shit because that's huge they're that's, both that's billions of dollars they're that's, both directly connected right. to roger goodell and the nfl yeah of course i get jay-z and i and i'm not trying to make it like a lesser between the two i get jay-z relationship there but the amazon prime deal for thursday night that's billions of dollars that's, that's, that's getting fluctuated that's huge you know what i'm saying so of course if that nigga wanted to own a team i feel like he could own a team <laughs> and, and people think that him resigning as ceo of oh, no. of amazon meant that, that he's not the sure. owner of the company yeah, still come sure. on guys that is his amazon prime right there That's a lot of money man so, so yeah with with both of them very connected to the nfl i say this deal does get done it could it could it just to me i'll say it depends on how serious jeff bezos is about buying this team absolutely you can't, think, you can't just buy, like with the whole Elon situation, him buying Twitter, that's completely different for somebody who has no knowledge of how to run a organization, a team, an NFL right. team. You can't just right. jump into that if you don't know what you're doing. So if Jeff Bezos doesn't have like knowledge of how to do, how to do that, he shouldn't do that. I'll say that. No, yeah, I agree with you. Get in there fucking shit up, bro. You tear that whole organization down. Or it could be amazing. Maybe. Wow. Maybe this this could actually be good. We we haven't seen anybody uh, this young on an NFL team or, or actually pick up an NFL team and try to make progression. For sure, <clears throat> I'd like to see that. But we can go ahead and move on. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Kyrie time. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Since we've been gone, Kyrie has been making a mess in the media. <laughs> I mean, a big one, and I'm team nobody. <laughs> uh, so a couple of weeks ago Kyrie had taken to Twitter or Facebook or mm-hmm. whatever, YouTube Twitter. whatever it was okay it was Twitter, Twitter yeah we kind of spoke on this a little bit yeah, yeah and yeah. he shared or retweeted or yeah I think it was shared he shared, shared it, an yeah. Amazon link mm-hmm. of a documentary or book or something like that called Hebrew, Hebrews to Negro mm-hmm. Wake Up Black America mm-hmm and apparently inside of the video, there was mad anti-Semitic shit. Um, I guess basically trying to erase um, the Holocaust, saying that it didn't happen. Shit wow. like that. Um, wow. That Jewish people weren't Jewish. Things like that. There, there was there was a lot in it. Yeah. Now, okay. Kyrie Irving didn't necessarily say anything about it or make any comments he just shared it. Mm-hmm. That was it. 
um, the media went absolutely fucking nuts. The world went fucking nuts, should yeah. I say. The, the yeah. United States of America went crazy. Mm-hmm. This was its own Kanye 2.0 type of thing. <laughs> because I don't know what's been going on in the last month and why the Jewish community has been the one that's taking the heat. But they've been going crazy. Yeah, it hasn't been pretty. It hasn't been pretty at all. I'll say that. Especially uh, for, of course, we know what Kanye did, but Kyrie's situation, it damn near, they damn near mirror each other. Uh, Yeah, apparently we thought the LGBTQ community <laughs> was the community you couldn't say anything about or they will fucking end you. The Jewish community makes what the LGBTQ community call canceling look minute. Yeah. You uh, still get you still get to make moves on social media and have brand deals, right. maybe. Go on. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, they really just cancel you like social media cancel you. The LGBT yeah. community, they're like yeah. you may be trending for a few days, you know what I'm saying? A lot of bad shit getting talked about. Your fashion you. nova deal, you lose your fashion nova deal. Yeah. Little shit, little shit. If you diss the Jewish community, they will drop you from everything that allows you to make money and your talent agency. So they're not even going to search for new jobs for you. Sheesh. Starving you. We saw them do we saw uh, we saw them do that to Kanye. Kyrie Irving shared that link to that documentary or whatever that piece of information was. Yep. He has since been uh, fined, I believe, $500,000, suspended from the NBA for five games. Mm -hmm. He has been forced to do anti-Semitic training. He has been forced to undergo sensitivity training. And there are two different Jewish officials that he has to meet with, um, if I'm correct, to to reconcile his situation. Mm Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. And he hasn't agreed to do these things. These are just the the measures he has to take in order for him to return to playing in the NBA. Right, right. And I want to give a little more just about the backstory as well. So after the link is tweeted out, he finally goes to a press conference. He gets asked about the video. A couple of press conferences. Right, right. So, you know, they go in on him, blah, blah, but he's on his stance like it's just social media, boom, boom. You know, we already talked about that. I didn't say anything. I just shared it. That's right. what he's saying. Just shared it. Um, and then afterwards, another press conference, somebody says something and he doubled down. He didn't apologize. Like that was the issue. He didn't say he was sorry. Right. So then because of that, at that moment, then that's when the team stepped in and said, hey, we are suspending him for five games. You know what I'm saying? He has to do all of this sensitivity training, have these meetings, like you mentioned. And then moving on within the week, the biggest cancellation that could ever happen to Kyrie Irving right now, Nike suspends their deal with him. Now, I wanna I wanna detail these companies just are so fucking weird and they're just uh they're waiting for everything to blow over because they didn't cancel their contract or sever their contract with them. They just suspended it. <laughs> Nobody said it was over. But um, 
They did stop the production of the new shoe, though. Yes, the new Kyrie. Eight. Yeah, the Kyrie 8. It won't be coming out. Yeah, so they did shut that down. I don't know what to say. But also, he was in uh, his contract year anyways with Nike, I believe. So I think that that relationship is going to be over anyways. I don't know what to say, Corey. Yeah, man, it's hard. It's hard with situations like this because, you know, I'll go back to what we just mentioned the last time. He did finally come out and apologize. I'll say that. Yeah, he issued an apology on Instagram. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention that as well. No problem. But, uh I'll just go back to what I, you know, what we kind of mentioned before. Like, I get it, what has been created. And remember, I'm saying created. Social media has been created, you know, so I understand everybody in the media expects public figures, professional athletes, artists to when they post on social media because they have such a following that they're not supposed to post what they want. They're supposed to post to appeal to everybody. Right. You know? And somebody like Kyrie Irving, bro, he just doesn't agree with that. And I'm okay with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? And then even going back to this post, and trust me, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody when I say this. He posted that video or the link to that movie, whatever it was. He posted that. And he didn't say, I agree or disagree. He He just just posted it. it. So my thing is... What if he was on the stance of, I'm just trying to educate y'all on what you should not believe in? What if he was like, look at this bullshit? Right. He didn't even have a chance to say what he felt or how he, what he believed in from the movie. Now we know how he felt. I'm just saying, bro. (laughs) I know. I know we get that. But that's my point. I'm just like, bro, social media, this shit is created. Just because he's a personal, um, a public figure, he doesn't have to abide by this what we have created within social media, we have created that narrative that you should only post what everybody loves. You shouldn't post how you really feel. That shit is created. Well, we've had off mic conversations about how they created that for us. So, but that's what I'm saying. I'm a not lot of this to... shit on in the internet is fake. It's even all created, even bro. the people that you look at that are like, that are uh, running the narrative. Yeah. Fake accounts, bots. Not real. Yeah, not real. Controlled controlled by people. You you would be so surprised if you knew. Like, come on now. (laughs) They probably don't even live here in the United States. I'm going to just say that. I'm going to just say that. And some of them do. And, uh... Never mind. You're not right, gonna, right. you're not gonna cut my fucking head <laughs> off. You're not gonna kill me. You're not showing up to my door. Nah, man. But it it, it ain't who you fucking think. That right. that that innocent black girl that's uh that's the avi of that Twitter post. That ain't her. No, nah. it's all fake. It's all fake. Um, but like I said, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. I understand. Hell no. no. How, how serious the situation is with what he posted. I just want to like go back to the start of it. Like, bro, didn't even have a chance to say. I agree or disagree. But anyways, we're, we're at the point where we're at. And uh, Shout out the Jewish community. Yeah, of course, man. But like, damn, we, is it really, fuck, I just, I don't know, bro. They took everything from him. So I'm just like, like. Because the same thing with Kanye, and we don't have to get into him. The media wants to be able to control every narrative and everything that comes out for the media. If somebody is speaking in a manner that they can't control, there's a problem. So if like Ye was Ye was just saying things they couldn't control, Kyrie is just saying things that are not necessarily out of control, but 
it's not the type of shit that they want to see. So it's out of control to them or to whoever that them may be or that you could call them. Um, Niggas, niggas are just not in in the control of the person that wants to hold all the control. No, yeah, I, I get it. Like I said, and I and I understand, you know, in situations like with Kanye, I understand like everything he said. You know, I know why the deals were pulled. Right, the Kyrie situation. I'm just, I'm a little bit. I like, I feel like this one didn't have to go this far. Like, I understand the apology, not doing that. I know that, but if it would have been just him posting the link. And just saying, hey, like I just posted it. Like we post, we post music, we post movies all the time. That there may be a certain part in that song or in that movie that you don't agree with. Maybe some foul shit happened or some foul shit was said. But that don't mean just because I posted the the clip or the movie that I agree with that one part. I'm That's just, true. I'm just saying, you know. That's true. I'm not trying to stand up for bro at all. I'm just like fuck. Social media just creates bullshit, bro. And I hate when. It takes from people. You know what I'm saying? Because it's literally created 20 years ago. We didn't have this. We, our world does not need social media to move. You know what I'm saying? It does now. So, like, when niggas get their bread taken just o- over something like that, and I, it's not small, I'm just saying it's social media. He's, True. he's getting his money taken. I'm just like, damn, bro. But I get it. I understand it, man. I'm just trying to trade lightly. I'm not trying to offend anybody. No, yeah, I, I know. Yeah. Um, I don't have much else to say about him. Not yet. We can move on. Uh, Josh Primo, we're in the NBA. Yeah, it's <laughs> going crazy. We man. are in sports and we are in the NBA. But uh, why can't Josh Primo put his dick away? <laughs> so apparently, uh, well, if you know Josh Primo, he's he's a former San San Antonio Spurs player. He was released due to some allegations that at uh recently come out about him and a former staff member i believe of the san antonio spurs sports psychologist a sports psychologist that's what it was during i believe a couple of private sessions Mm -hmm. of theirs those two he kept pulling his dick out i guess basically is what is what they were saying or what she was saying he was revealing himself she Mm -hmm. said it started kind of mild and it just grew Mm -hmm. so i don't know if that means like he started with his nuts and ended up with the whole dick out. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, it says that the lawsuit claims that Primo first exposed his genitals ah. to Dr. Hillary Calton during an individual private session in December 2021. That the exposures continued to happen, growing progressively more extreme. And that Primo's behavior went unchecked. What was was he rocked the next time? <laughs> <laughs> went unchecked by the organization's leadership for many months, even after she reported it. Yeah, you're a weirdo. That's that's weirdo activity. You shouldn't be doing no shit like that. Yeah, it's man. Crazy. That's of course he he denied it. You know, him and his his team they they the, denied the allegations. The Spurs denied it as well. Yeah, of course, of course, I understand that. But uh, if it is true that he did this, you know, yes, uh, bro is. Young, he's only 19. I'm not saying that that is an excuse. Not at all. But it is pull your dick out in front of everybody age. Right. <laughs> so I understand, like, bro, it's just a kid. And you give a kid millions of dollars, man. We say this all the time. They don't have guidance, bro. And, yeah, you give you give a 19-year-old that type of money, and they think they have that type of power. And, of course, like I'm saying, this is absolutely no excuse. At all. Um, At all. 
Yeah, no, no, that that's that's not the excuse to uh, money can't turn a nigga into a predator no, though. For sure, for sure, he he's a predator. If that if it is true, like I said, but these niggas, man, like y'all be messing up. I don't know the reason she has to lie. Exactly, and that's my point. Like, I don't I don't think people just be lying about shit like that a lot of times, bro. You know? Yeah, I understand I it. It can happen. Don't get me wrong, but I just be like, really? You know? Uh, but hey, that's not our. It's not our conversation to have, man. But Josh Primo, you know, it's unfortunate. He was a first round pick. He went number twelve in the draft. You know what I'm saying? So his his career, like you said, the, the Spurs have uh cut him, they waived him, so his career probably is over, maybe. That's no, it's it's over. If uh you, you did say he has some more chips to collect from San Antonio. Yeah, they owe him I think about twelve million more because he all his money was guaranteed. He went first round. He better open some Burger Kings. <laughs> this better. nigga needs to open two Burger Kings, a Popeyes, <laughs> and a Captain D's. He better invest. But no, nah, bro, let's just say if the situation goes in his favor, he gets picked up. No, he doesn't. Man, people get picked up for everything. Why he don't get picked up? Stained. He's stained. This is like Ray Rice, Corey. Mm. It's, not, it's Ray Rice without the video. But nowadays, you don't need the video. You just need the accusation. We still live in the Me Too era. I don't know. I feel like people, somebody may pick him up. Deshaun Watson got picked up. You're not progressive. Deshaun the Watson NBA is yes. the NBA. I do. We're talking about Deshaun Watson. I'm talking about the NBA. I'm talking about like 30 counts. I know it's different organizations. I feel you, bro. But I'm just saying it's, it's possible. The NFL does shit like that, though. <laughs> like they do shit like that. Yeah, the, yeah. the NBA doesn't go for that. You know what I mean? No, I know. I, I'm just. He's I'm not playing anymore. Arguing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just starting <laughs> arguing because I'm just saying, like, he had a lot of talent. I'm just, I'm reading the reports. I'm just saying, like, because it's it's different. It's, it's situational sometimes for individuals. Harlem will, he will do well in Harlem. <laughs> this nigga will be a hell of a globetrotter. <laughs> He's going to be a globetrotter. No way. How bad does it get, bro? He's going to be a Washington National. Bro, how bad does that have to get? <laughs> You go from the league to a Harlem Globetrotter, bro. It's a wrap. <laughs> Call it quick. Them niggas stay in motels, city to city. Oh, that's funny, man. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. He's gonna have an and one mix up. What, what was one of the niggas? Uh, suicide or some shit like that on and one. Uh, fuck. That made it to the league on some shit. No, there was just there was just niggas from the and one mixtapes. They had crazy nicknames. I was giving him one of those. What, oh, professor. What would what would Josh Primo's and one mixtape nickname be? <laughs> A big skinny <laughs> Assault Cause that's what he probably Oh yeah D- Dick out Yeah Fucking <laughs> weirdo Make some noise For dick out <laughs> Nah bro I hope they don't say that oh. Nah yeah He oh. can't be <laughs> No not, They gonna say that they in jail that. It's chain gang shit <laughs> Yeah I hope they don't say that That's crazy Nah yeah uh, <clears throat> Where we at with it next Do we have anything else To talk about Yeah man We just moving on uh, My last little bit For sports before we get out of here, you had put something on here um, about pickleball. You know, we, we talked about how that league, those leagues have been forming. They're putting pickleball and the pickleball landscape and business together really fast. It's, it's forming really fast before your eyes. Yeah, man. And we mentioned it, you know, we we mentioned it at first. Like, it was just a few names. I believe it was like Brady and Dirk. We have heard. There was Mav and LeBron. LeBron. Kevin there was Love, Draymond. Was Kevin Love, Draymond, and mm. Dirk. Dirk. And then I think Brady was in there too. I want to say Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, maybe Brady. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Right, right. Eli Manning or some shit like right. that. I don't know. Yeah, it was Peyton. Peyton. It was Peyton? Peyton, I believe, was okay. in there as well. But anyways, 
Now it's called the attention of uh, Mark Cuban. Yes, and there's a pickleball. Uh, I think it's a six-person team. Like a, like a tour, like a PGA tour. They're calling it a, um, a P. What is it called? A PPA P- the tour? PPA tour. It's a six-team pickleball league, uh, and it's actually owned by Mark Cuban. Holy he shit. owns the league. Holy shit. So it makes a lot of sense to me now why these ex or top NFL players, I'm sorry, not NFL, NBA players mm-hmm. are so heavily invested into this because if you think about LeBron, he's very business savvy. Same with Dirk, same with a Tom Brady or an Eli Manning or a Peyton Manning, whoever it was that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And if you think about the sports game, who is the biggest richest sports figure you either talking about mark cuban or jerry or jerry jones um so yeah when there's progressive things in business or knowing where business is moving next yeah if you are privy to the shark tank i want to know what is going on next and i'm talking to mark cuban about that he knows exactly where business is moving what's hot what's going on next what to be doing and if he said pickleball is the move, pickleball is the fucking move. And it is the move, man. Like we said, uh, we, we know that th- those leagues were being formed. We know that it was popular in the elder communities, you know. But um, it's, it's catching the attention of the entire world. Everybody. It's going to be young people yeah, playing pickleball. Point, like, everybody's going to get a hold of it. Um, you know, last time we mentioned it, the bros sent us a link. Like, nigga, we could play this shit in our city right now. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's out there. It's literally, we have a new sport. Like, if you think about it, that's actually fun to think mm-hmm. about. We have a brand new sport to where maybe in 15, 20 years, you'll have a, a Roger Federer or a uh, Serena or yeah. Venus of pickleball. We will. We absolutely will. That's fire. They right now. That's cooking them up in the lab. That's fire. And and we should really build around this sport to make to make it such. You know, as a kid, bro, I always wonder, like, how shit gets created just like that. Just how, like this. And how it just shows up one day. <laughs> I swear, I always, it, it could be, like, the smallest thing. I'd be like, I wonder where that shit started. Yeah, just like this. Yeah, right in front of us. Literally, they just, it just happens right in front. They just throw it right in front of you. Head ass. No, literally. Pickleball. <laughs> Facts. You just hit it back. <laughs> um, But it's exciting to see. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to have to check it out, man, so we can tell the, the listenership, like, how we like it. We got to check out a league and we got to play some pickleball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, man. Uh, I don't know if I have anything else. That was it, man. All right. Uh, that was episode 189. We'll be back on Thursday for 190. It's been your boy, Roderick. Yes, sir. Jakari, we out. All right, man. Rising Ground Podcast. We out of here. A decade strong. You know, when I first started DJing, all I wanted to do was get my name on the fly. name on the fly. Now I'm flying and ever. Flying and ever. So who better to introduce so better the fly god than me? God than me. Cultural art at its finest. Welcome. Welcome to Hitler wears Hermes 10. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. DJ Drama. Where you was at when I was selling those eights? Tesla two C to just me and the Drake. He said he coming right back. I said great. Duffel bag at the Waldorf, ready made. More jealousy through sleep, see the gauge. Bought new dick, cost the hundred, plain Jane. Don't you stole ten, but I just went fifty. Central Park, I don't leave Roy in the Bentley. Rest in 
piece dip. You was in my left titty. Rest in peace, munch on the king of my city. Post got bodies on bodies. All my jewels on, I make a nigga wanna ride me. Think shit sweet, I had you niggas on the diet. Shoot a 16, 3 and 0 with the fire. Nigga said he got the shit for me, he a liar. Your bitch fucker with me overseas, she a gangsta Brazil. Got most of cocaine. Kicks some thousand shits, don't got no name. Fiends at the house, it look like Soul Train. Cherry Moe's saying I got road rage. Make sure it's filthy, you unload it. Run and buy me that smoke while there's a recording track on. I'm driving. I got some dead flow in here with me. Man, mm mm. What up? I'm jigging, boy. They can't show me the bread is shit. I already own stuff. DJ Chase! Miley Caps, uh. Miley on my guns, call me Buddha, baby. Young nigga dressed the same around. Like my big brother, we always might kill each other, baby. That's crazy. Come get to a date, yeah. And my baby, I don't fucking crazy, yeah. And my old lady, with her, I got two babies, yeah. I'm a Buddha, baby. Mighty, she gon' boot up with me, yeah. This my time Ew, shit, I blow this man Check out how my lamb ran From out the window, slang my ass I get paid and I be down, son Somebody might get robbed tonight Now I make it back inside tonight My dudes gon' lose our child tonight Better police on how many stars I got a safe fight Fuck it, try bangin' I live with nobody's safe life I'm a rich ass nigga I don't need hype, yeah I ain't got a stone rhythm with it, Jason Fuck it Miley Capsicum mm Miley on my guns, call me Buddha, baby Young niggas dressed the same around Like my big brother, we always might kill each other, baby That's crazy Come get to a date, yeah. and my baby I don't fuck